Welcome to A Champion's Mind with your host, Mario Aroyave. Some say the sky's the limit. It isn't. The limit is in your mind. You believe that or else you would not be listening to this podcast. You believe that you could do more. You believe that you can perform at a higher level than you currently are. You are absolutely right. Thanks for being open-minded and allowing this podcast to help you develop a champion's mind. In this podcast, we'll discuss and hear about some mental strategies we can implement to help you achieve your utmost performance. If you feel like you're not performing at your true potential, this podcast will look to give you the keys that can open that lock. In this podcast, we're going to talk about cues. So when looking up the definition to a cue, the simplest one that I could find was that a cue is a signal for action. To bring that out a little bit further, a cue would be something that makes you think about or do something. Cues help plant thoughts into our mind, which we then need to process and figure out whether we want to take action on said cues or not. Notice that I didn't say that planted thoughts were good or bad. I just simply said they were thoughts. So as we continue kind of walking along this idea of cues in this podcast, I kind of want you to understand that I'm not saying that cues are a good thing or a bad thing. What we are going to talk about in depth is being aware of these cues. So a cue plants a thought, and then the next logical step is that this thought would lead to action, at which point that action would be deemed appropriate, necessary, good, or bad, unnecessary, something that would bring us away from putting us in a position to achieve our goals. The thing about it is, though, is in order to do and make good decisions when responding to cues, we've got to be self-aware. Your sense of self-awareness has to be high. You have to know yourself well to begin to figure out whether that cue is a good thing for you or whether it is a bad thing for you. Whether that cue gets you to respond in a positive way that brings you closer to achieving your goals or whether that cue traditionally has led to you making a poor decision and getting further away from your goals. Cues are a tricky thing because sometimes the cue is right in front of you. It's easily identifiable and we can draw a line from point A to point B very, very easily. Other times, cues are subtle and we don't necessarily see them unless, once again, like I said, we have a good sense of self-awareness. The example that everybody loves to talk about is advertising, maybe particularly advertising through television. You're sitting on the couch and you're not really hungry, but you see a commercial for a pizza. All of a sudden, you want a pizza. That cue of that television commercial all of a sudden got you to that thought, began to kind of maybe take action. Now the choice. Do I go get a pizza and do I eat or do I not go get a pizza? Do I not eat? Well, know yourself. I'm not hungry. So you probably shouldn't go and eat the pizza. But again, that's how it all unravels and that's how it all unfolds. 
that's a very simple example, but these kinds of scenarios happen to us thousands of times on a daily basis because cues are available or they're around us at all times. We respond to cues in pretty much every waking moment of our day. And so the trick is identifying them, knowing what our typical reaction is, and then putting that up against our goals. What do you want to achieve? Where do you want to get? What do you want to do? And are your responses to those cues typically something that would put you closer to that or something that would get you further away from that? So we want to look at our response to our cues. Many athletes, subconsciously, we react to cues and it detracts us from our goals. And again, like I said, it's in the subconscious. We maybe don't even realize that we're doing it at that particular moment. You need to sit down. You need to seriously do some homework and analyze where are those areas for you where you respond to cues in a negative way that detract you from going after and achieving your goals. And everybody's different. And what may be a cue that leads one person one way, maybe a cue that leads the other athlete another way. So we need to know ourselves. Not your notice. I'm not talking about your opponents. I'm not talking about your competition. I'm not talking about your teammates. I'm talking about you knowing your self. Once we separate the positive cues from the negative cues, and again, I'm calling them positive and negative cues based on the reactions that they tend to exhume from us, then the next step is that we take those cues that typically end in poor decisions and we begin to replace them with positive decisions and positive actions. This takes work and this takes time. You probably will not experience victory consistently right off the bat. This is work that needs to be done. It needs to be intentional. It's hard work. It's work that maybe some of you guys that are looking to be high-level athletes, you didn't even realize that somebody like me would be telling you to do. You go in the gym and you just shoot your free throws or you get out on the baseball diamond and you just take batting practice or you get on the volleyball court and you just work on serving. This is an extra wrinkle, isn't it? But once again, if you want to be a champion, it's about the small things. This could be, I had an athlete, this could be the... 11.30 craving for sugar in the form of cereal right before you go to bed. Now, that has nothing to do with shooting free throws, but it has a lot to do with shooting free throws. See, that's you needing to tell your body no and being disciplined enough to do that. Those kinds of mindset principles will show up on the basketball court. So we have a negative action there in the form of craving sugar at a time at night when we know it's probably not good for us to stay in our metabolism while we sleep and our metabolism slows down. We may put on some weight, whatever, right? So we need to get rid of this, okay? So we need to start looking for alternatives. What things can we do? And for this particular athlete, what I told him was, I said, set an alarm on your phone that goes off about that time you want that cereal or better yet before that. So if he's, he told me it was about 11, 1130. So set an alarm for 1045 saying, so-and-so, I know that your craving for cereal is coming, but I'm going to say no. Record yourself with that response or type that in so that when your alarm goes off, that's the text that comes up on your phone. 
That way you're ready for it. You know that cue's coming and you know how you typically react, but notice how you've gotten in front of the action part. Notice how you've bypassed and you've allowed yourself to make a decision before the thought even enters your head because you know it's coming. And so replacing the negative reaction with a positive one. If you just try to get rid of that negative reaction and you don't replace it with anything, you leave it with dead air, I hate to tell you, but that bad habit, that bad decision is going to continue to creep back in there. And so you've got to replace it. Do not get dejected and do not get down on yourself when you stumble and you fall. When you try to do this and you may experience one good day and then three bad ones with this particular cue. It's okay. It's a work in progress. That's how all of your skills go for your athletic career, isn't it? You start off and you're not as successful as hopefully you are now, but then at the same time, you're not as successful hopefully as you would like to be. And so you continue to work. There are cues that just can't be avoided and they're going to be around. So for you to try to run from these things is in a sense kind of foolish. I agree that some of you shouldn't, we shouldn't be around certain things. Okay. If you're a serious athlete, then you shouldn't be around those less serious athletes that like to party and like to have a good time. That's a cue that you could proactively choose to begin avoiding so that you can get to bed at an early time so that you're not drinking alcohol and you know bringing down your recovery time and doing all those kinds of foolish things. So you can remove yourself from some of that. But some of these other cues, you cannot remove yourself from. They're going to be around. You need to learn to deal with them. It's okay. Actually, getting into the practice of having the self-awareness, getting into this practice of being hypersensitive and being aware of all of these cues is an excellent thing. I don't know why, but the first thing that thought to, came to my mind was a point guard in basketball or a center mid in soccer. How can being self-aware of cues outside of your surroundings and outside of your practice and competition time help you on the field or on the court? Simple. You'll be more aware of where your teammates are and you've got to pass that ball. So that skill transfers over into your athletic endeavors. So what cues do you react to? I would encourage you to write them down. I would encourage you to study. Study yourself. Know yourself. Inside and out. Know your tendencies. Know your strengths. Know your weaknesses. Be self-aware. Be aware when these cues are present and know what your typical response is. And if it's not a good typical response, then begin working today, right now, on how you're going to change that. Try not to change too many things at once. So some of us have quite a few cues that we react to negatively. Just take on one or two at a time. It can get pretty overwhelming if you try to change all of this stuff all at once and you could get pretty dejected and pretty down on yourself because changing even one of these cues to a positive thing is going to take quite a bit of work. And so you can imagine if you're trying to work on four or five of them at the same time. When I talk to athletes, I always tell them my crazy stories when I want to kind of cinch up my diet and I want to be a little bit more health conscious about what I eat. For some reason, I have a tendency, I'll go to the store and I will buy so many fruits and I will buy so many vegetables that they hardly fit in my cart because I'm going to get healthy and I'm going to start eating right. 
and I do for maybe two, three days and I'm eating all this fruit and all these vegetables, by about day four, day five, I am so sick of fruits and vegetables. But here's the thing. I tried to turn it on like a switch and it needs to be slow. Progress is not quick. Progress is steady. The replacing of a poor response with a positive one, it's hard work and it can get overwhelming. So hang in there. The fact that you're making the effort to do this is going to benefit you more than you would even know. The struggle that you're having with yourself to replace your negative reactions to these cues with positive ones, it is doing wonders for you as an athlete and more importantly as a person. So I encourage you to take on this journey. This is an area where many athletes generally tend to fall short and have an area of immense improvement be self-aware know what your cues are start right now start looking around what are you doing you're responding to a cue of some sort begin taking inventory on it begin taking control control your response to your cues do not be a slave to them thanks for listening to a champion's mind as you continue to implement the content discussed here, you'll move closer and closer to performing at your utmost potential. Keep challenging yourself and don't settle until you achieve your goals. If you can't wait until the next episode to do some more work on your mental game, head over to utmostperformance.org where you can find some more content to consume. You can also like our Facebook page, Utmost Performance. We sincerely value your support as we continue to partner together to help you perform at your utmost.